0: UX Podcast, Episode 85.
1: Hello and welcome to UX Podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm James Roy Lawson. And
2: I'm Pat Axe-Boom. And we're balancing, and business technology, and users every other Friday from
1: Stockholm, Sweden. And today, we are actually going to, well, present to you our extended interview with Bart Schutz. Yes, after we um interview. at Conversion
2: Jam we did a we were supposedly doing a short interview, uh, but we kept talking and talking and talking with Bart Schutz, and uh, well, it turned out to be a really interesting show.
1: Yeah, Bart, who's behind the the wheel of um, uh, we love persuasion, persuasion um, with over 200 different techniques mm. persuasion techniques you can use um, online mm. we um, he, it, psychology is fascinating mm. anyone who listens to the show regularly will know that we, we do really like it and how and, and its importance in the field that we work in mm. um, so well we'll go over and yeah let's just jump click, in click fascinating stuff yeah Hello. 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 <laughs> and we're talking to Bart. Bart Schultz. Is that right? Yeah, that is right. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah. There he is. Yeah. Nice. Put my, I nice put my, one. I put my yeah. Dutch accent yeah. on that. You're so a bit wary about it uh, in front you're of You're the right guy. person in nice. front of you. <laughs> <laughs> and hmm. we, um, well, we didn't talk to you last year, but we saw you because you were... Well, we talked to him just oh, we didn't, no, Oh, okay. <laughs> we didn't know <laughs> the show, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. You. Because um, you, you're, you're only
0: interviewing speakers, are you? Yeah, yeah. last really sure year I'm you were a speaker, but you did turn <laughs> speakers up. Speakers um, are more popular. I was so destined to be on your podcast that I made mm. sure I was a speaker this year. I think, if I, I remember right, I Tone Ton last
1: year said that we had to interview you this
0: year. All right. yeah. Yes, he did. So yeah. I, I'm just doing some talk. So I have to thank Tone. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you you haven't done your talk yet. Nope. You're you're actually the closing keynote.
0: Uh, yeah. Today. Well, John I is going to. Oh yeah, but he doesn't John yeah. John doesn't he, count. He's to wrap it is no, his conference That's the damage yeah. that I'm going to juice
2: So the it says on the agenda that you're talking about the wheel of persuasion which is mm. your book and your model. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us a bit more about that.
0: Well, actually I do not like the term persuasion that much. Mm-hmm. I'm more uh, I would like to call it psychology but that sells less. I get my hourly rates go down, so I call <laughs> it persuasion that, for that reason. Okay. But it's basically about. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm already
1: laughing. You you you've AB tested this, so you know you're yeah, already. Yeah, yeah, Doesn't yeah, work. We're
0: yeah. AB testing everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hundreds of tests uh, <laughs> a month. Yeah, uh, we're so, even test AB testing our coffee machines <laughs> at the office. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and office managers. And yeah, <laughs> excellent. And for anyone listening, Bart is not kidding. Nope. No, uh, no, no, he's not. <laughs> so, but I'm not kidding with the wheel either. What I'm trying to do is uh, apply all the knowledge that I. Got from uh, studying psychology and being raised by psycholo- psychologists, and uh, run online experiments that we call A/B tests. So you, to your parents out. are psychologists. So yeah, So yeah. they've been experimenting. And with my only sister on became yeah. a psychologist. I ah. married a psychologist. <laughs> I tend to joke that when we meet each other at home, we're saying, "Hey, how am I, how am I doing?" <laughs>
1: I, I have no idea I must speak I mean my my sister is a is a um, psychologist yeah mm-hmm. or, or actually uh, a behavioral th- behavioral psychologist oh, right oh, um, yeah. um a cognitive behavioral th- uh, therapist and so yeah, I the Very same thing
0: interesting knowledge she has oh it's some really oh, exactly it's all really these interesting people in this conference mm-hmm. should become a uh, behavioral cognitive psychologist yeah like her sister
1: exactly but you know, then you know that she has this knowledge. Yeah, and mm-hmm. when you're talking mm-hmm. to her, you're gonna know f- she's she's up there. She's thinking. <laughs> what's going on? Mm-hmm. Oh, stressful. But <laughs> The whole family of it will
0: be.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's actually what so, yeah. I'm working on a tool now for yes. behavioral psychology over online. <laughs> mm.
0: You are? Yes, I am. All oh, right. Yeah. Is that what we're going to talk about? No, we'd we'll love that to talk later. about that. All oh, right. Okay. That's a teaser <laughs> for another show. Yeah. 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 No. yeah. So the wheel is <laughs> about um, uh, me applying uh, psychological okay. insights. Mm-hmm online and testing whether that increases sales or increases Mm. the amount of happy users. Mm. That's what the wheel is about. And since there's so many techniques and insights, and we've Mm. uh, documented over 250 of them, Mm. Mm. I tried to Mm. fit it in some sort of categories, and there's 17 categories in the wheel just Mm. to make it a bit more easy to deal with. Mm. I mean, my... The problem with my message is that there are so many techniques out there. It's not like Robert Cialdini who says that mm. there are six persuasion mm. techniques. I don't, I don't believe that. Mm. <laughs> the, more, the wheel yeah. tries to sort of get it a little bit more easy to understand. So is it a tool for actually f- finding a process for how to work with It's this a tool for finding the right technique mm. at the right moment. So how, mm. yeah. what mm. techniques should I use at this point to persuade people mm. to buy or use my service or mm. be happy with it? Come back. I know us. that you
2: like to kill the obvious truths out there and I remember from our pre-jam 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 thing last year, last year before the conference that yeah. you were giving an example of a website where you actually had a pop-up window that did nothing. Well, you had to click. Okay, it was it was
1: a barrier that was added. It was something oh. you put in the way. Yeah, yeah the it obvious. increases conversion.
0: Yeah, pops, so when you entered the, enter pops, the b- yeah. entered
2: the website, it popped up. Yeah, and you had to click the button to close yeah, and it. And
0: there's no content in there. It's just yeah. the same picture in a light box, yeah. mm-hmm. and the picture is behind it on the mm-hmm. on the website as well. You have to click. Yeah, yeah. go to the website. <laughs> and was, it increased conversions. Yeah, but it was shall it tell you why? Awful. Why we think that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, our brain is awful. Yeah. Our brain is a nightmare, yeah. but the, the problem with our brain is mm. that there's a part of it which we call consciousness. Right, mm. it's our awareness. Mm. If, if I'm thinking about myself, I am Bart. This is my consciousness thinking yeah. about myself. But there's mm. another part which mm. I'm not aware of my my subconsciousness, and that's way more important. That part. So what happens if uh, a user or a client comes to a website and there's this? pop-up window this light box Mm. This consciousness will go oh i hate that Mm. that's what you find in your your ux uh, test with the usability test (laughs) people go like oh i hate that and i click the cross and everyone does click the cross and then yeah then it's and it's gone and it took me some mental effort and i hate spending Mm. mental energy Uh, so that's but that's the conscious part of it right the subconscious uh sees itself touching the website and Mm. Touching each other does a lot, right? If I I were to touch you right now Mm -hmm. and I scan your brain, Mm -hmm. your brain go like, oh, what's happening? We're touching each other. Mm -hmm. That's even happening in a virtual space. People are touching the website and their subconsciousness goes, oh, I'm touching it. I'll probably like it.
2: Oh wow! I've never heard that explanation before. That's excellent. And that's uh,
0: one of uh, it's. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's one of the big effects mm. that we see with every mm. touch on the website. So even like uh, uh, fill-in boxes or mm. or uh, polls, uh, everything. As soon as people touch it, you have like ten, fifteen percent increase in conversion. Now mm. well, uh,
1: no, the, the thought strikes me. Mm connected to what Eric was saying earlier um, about the, um, the, the old brain, the subconscious um, yeah. brain's um, um, so, so, well, tendency to look at pictures. Well, it likes pictures. And so I was thinking about this nonsense, this kind of non-existent pop-up that you put up there to create yeah. a touch onto the website that yeah. converts better how much effect, or can you make a good use of it to, to with imagery to kind of put the right image there on that pop-up? Yeah, yeah. Just so so of that course you can
0: use the image to prime other, yeah, other effects yeah. but that, this, prime, this, this is what this, this this it is, well, it makes us all so complex. Our mm. brain is uh, processing so much information at the same time that it's very hard to say, like, this is one thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, the pop-ups, we tested a lot of pop-ups also just with plain text. Mm. Like, can you help us improve the website sort of questionnaire thing? And then people click the cross. They mm. all do. No yeah. one wants to help you. But they're, they're touching it. Mm. <laughs> and and then the conversion also, like, 10 or sometimes even saying. 30% higher. Oh. Uh, so But that's like, yeah, you have to add friction to a website mm. very often. Mm. And, and one of the uh, reasons is that... Um, it's, you have to think about these two types of processes. The conscious part is interpreting its own behavior and it's probably uh, hating the the friction. Mm. Uh, if you add it, he also, de- his energy depletes. Mm. His energy goes down. So when you've made people think upfront already, then the awareness part, the, the, the conscious part, is not involved in the decision afterwards mm. because it's just fell asleep, it had to do a lot of effort mm. thinking about a piece of text, click it to get rid of it mm. and then the subconscious part is only there and you're more easily, uh, uh, it's more easy to persuade someone because you just wiped out his, his conscious awareness depleted <laughs> it with a, one sentence yeah, the, a very yeah.
1: good. The, the active thinking part so, that's, yeah, yeah. so that's, mm. that's
0: one of the reasons why adding friction uh, helps, the other part is the ethical mm. part because I got a lot of, I'm, I'm always hired to separate brains from their money Right, and mm-hmm. I'm helping companies do that. But at some uh, some clients, I don't want to do it mm-hmm. without their conscious awareness. Like if you're selling mortgages, uh, loans, pensions, mm-hmm, yeah. like these are uh, decisions that I want people to be consciously thinking when they're deciding to to get there. So I'm I'm using all these statutory principles mm-hmm. to make sure that mm-hmm. they are not mm-hmm. doing this subconsciously automate it intuitively. Mm. No, get rid of it. Make it very un- user unfriendly in order to make them aware of what they're doing. Yeah, because you might have a legal
1: responsibility to actually yeah, yeah, make
0: yeah. them aware of something. definitely things. decrease in Right, so yeah. when something is difficult, or Eric,
2: I even had the example that if something is wrong, then you actually become more conscious because you're trying to figure out the puzzle. Yeah, yeah. And so you become more conscious and not, you're not using yeah. your subconscious as, as much anymore. So you're yeah. saying that... Make it yeah. when, diffi- th- when things are wrong...
0: Yeah we cannot process it automatically anymore, yeah. right? Like it's it's incongruent mm. with what what, mm. you, what your subconscious would expect. And then it calls in the help of your consciousness, like, hey, mm. what's happening here? Yeah, I have an example of an A-B test that we did where uh, we were uh, trying to get people into a uh, consult for mortgages, advertising with a banner on a uh, real estate website, the biggest mm. one in the Netherlands. And we, what we did is that it looks like a search result because otherwise you automatically skip it you know, you're banner blind. But then we found out that we had to put the house upside down,
2: okay. uh,
0: making sure that it cannot be processed automatically. And the subconscious goes like, oh, I don't get it. The, 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 the grass is up in the air and, yeah. and the blue sky is on the bottom. Yeah. Uh, help, help me, help me. Consciousness, because I'm not. yeah, you know, This is wrong. Mm. So it's in your words. Mm. And then people are consciously looking at it and we need that consciousness because they're not there mm. to apply for a consult. You have to make them consciously where you should get a consult and it tripled conversions of that in that test, just putting the house upside down it tripled, tripled conversions yeah
2: it sounds amazing that it's, you're making something more difficult than it triples yeah. because
0: yeah. you're forcing them to understand something yeah yeah and, and, it's, then, not, th- and it's not really that difficult right yeah. it's just putting a house upside down it's incongruent when <laughs> like you expect yeah. and you go like hey, what's that uh, yeah
2: yeah I, I understand how, systematically how it works but how, how can you because if you, well, what actually Roger Julie was saying this morning, if you have less friction, more people are going to go mm. through the conversion yeah, process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Now
0: we're getting mm. really unethical, right? Because mm-hmm. if you're taking away all the friction, yeah. what you're actually doing is you're making sure that your conscious awareness mm. is asleep. Mm. It's not mm. involved mm. in the in the decision and mm. not involved in, in in controlling the behavior. Yeah, and um, yeah, that often very much increases conversions. But is that what you want to do? If right, you're looking but in what the, you just mirror, said was that you. Yeah.
2: increased friction and also yeah, yeah, yeah. increased conversion. So the
0: question is, is mm-hmm. like, oh, it's, it's not like this is working or this is not working. Yeah. It depends on, do I need system one, yeah. my subconscious automated oh. system, or do I need system two to decide? And that depends oh. on your product and like like your, the, the position. And where about yeah. you are in the... Yeah, yeah. So in tying into what field, other... Sp- yeah. There's a lot of things depending on that, yeah. Tying into what other
2: speakers have been saying then is that it's, it's too easy so you feel sort of scared of it because it shouldn't be this easy because it should be something that I have to think more yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're actually, your subconscious realizes that I'm not paying as much it's, attention to this as I a, should. It's only a threat. So I'm going to go yeah. away. This, this is going to kill me. So uh, I'm going to go yeah, away.
0: But your subconsciousness <laughs> is, is, is yeah. never leaving, right? It's always on. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, even if when you're asleep, your subconscious mm-hmm. is still processing information, making sure you memorize mm-hmm. things and it's always there. Mm-hmm. So the, the question is, is your consciousness involved as well Mm. is it and it can control the subconscious uh, urges and needs Mm. i mean it's a good thing because otherwise we would be cheating on each other and (laughs) having sex with people you're going to regret and blah 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 Mm -hmm. that's that's why it's good that we have this very recently developed uh, uh, consciousness (laughs) Uh, because you're you're talking about all the new brain you know how new the new brain is Mm. we estimate that uh, if the brain would have developed in 24 hours yeah. so the whole evolution in 24 hours we have conscious awareness 15 seconds oh mm, god really yeah that's when we started calling ourselves homo yeah. sapiens yeah. which okay. is like 200,000 years that's, ago
1: and that's why the fight against the mm. old brain is so futile mm. because yeah. it is
0: so established yeah
1: this is scaring me. <laughs> is it, oh, no, it's a little bit scary because yeah. you realize so much well, that we it's, do it's
0: is... Very, I mean, it's, yeah. it's also very comforting, I think. I mean, we mm. don't need awareness. We could function without it. That mm. would be very mm. sad for us because we are our mm. conscious awareness. Mm. So when we right. think of ourselves, that mm. that's who we are. Yeah. But, uh, well... Mm. Humanity doesn't need awareness to, to function. Okay, function. but going,
2: going into a project then, then you're trying to sell this. You're trying to make the client aware that don't pay attention to the logical stuff. We're pr- yeah. trying to make things illogical because it appeals more to the subconscious. Yeah. How do you actually sell that? <laughs> Ooh, or don't yeah, you? Or do yeah, you do that in yeah, the same way with yeah. feelings <laughs> and emotions <laughs> and music and the creative?
0: Well, I have to be honest. I'm using my own tricks in yeah. uh, trying to sell things to clients. yeah, of course. Well, you, yeah, you'd, yeah. Be, you'd be a full yeah, of a full motive, <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But um, so, so, how do you sell it? That's actually a really hard part of it. Yeah, a hard part of our job. So the first thing we try to do, because we we learned the hard way that it's actually very people feel very inconvenient when they hear this story. Mm-hmm. So what we're actually selling is that we're going to run lots and lots of tests. We look at the, the amount of conversions you got divided by a thousand, and then we know, like, okay, we, we can run like two or three hundred tests on your mm-hmm. website this year, and that's what we're selling. But we will do the test and the hypothesis and everything ourselves um, so that when we start, they go like, oh, no, no, uh, this is not logical. This is not going to work. And uh, uh, But we said, oh, we agreed that we would do the test, right? That, that mm-hmm. was part of the package. Mm-hmm. And we just start doing it. And then the results are there. And these are their own clients mm-hmm. with their real behavior. And in the end, they start mm-hmm. believing it mm-hmm. just because we're doing it. So our trick is just start doing it, showing it, proving Mm. it, and then they'll have to believe it. Mm. Yeah.
2: And that's actually a lot, very much aligned with how we sell UX. When you, people ask us a lot about how do we sell UX within the organization? Well, you have to
1: start showing results. If you start showing results, people will start listening to you. Yeah. Well, it's a a crucial starting point. Yeah. If you don't have the results, you're never going to get anyone to listen to you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's start calling it brain experience, not user experience. The, the user's Brain only. experience. Oh. Yeah. Can I call just it BX? We could, BX. We, 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 clip, we
1: clip that bit out, right? And we just say we made it up. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah sure. Yes. <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> We're going to use that. Yeah. Brain experience. Brain experience. We have to change the name of the podcast. Yeah, brain experience Tell everyone that yeah. your sister came up with it.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yes. she's a psychologist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: She sucked it out of my head <laughs> when oh. I was subconsciously thinking of it. <laughs>
0: oh, man. I hope uh, everyone who's listening will now focus more on: Am I uh, needing the conscious or the subconscious as a part of the uh, of the brain mm. to decide whether or not to dig my story, like buy my products mm. or read my mm. article, whatever? Mm. Uh, and start focusing on testing mm. now these two uh, types of processes. Right. Uh, yeah. we have so much still to discover. This is very obviously sm- yes. Yeah, emerging field. Uh, science mm. hasn't learned mm. us a lot until recently. Now that we re- really find out, mm. especially because of the, the the digital data that we yeah. have nowadays. That so we can, mm. like Facebook and Google are mm. learning more mm. about our brain than uh, than universities have uh, done in the past few hundred years. So mm. That's, by the way, very scary. Yeah, Go You're scaring well, me again. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> they are, they are uh, uh, at the stock market, right? Yeah. Their only goal is make more yeah. profits. No, Separate more brains the, from all their money. So,
1: and we had the hoo ha with um, Facebook um, getting into trouble for not conducting ethical research. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. They would, just, they would just be testing, um, yeah. like yeah. you know, everyone does, but, um, but they. They, the people found out, mm. yeah, and they didn't like mm. the fact. that well, well, we, we have
0: to be more honest about mm. the fact that we're AB testing, it's going to backfire mm. if we don't. People will go, "Oh, I don't! I don't want to be tested."
2: I heard a story that Facebook can tell two weeks before that a couple is going to break up. Yeah, and I believe oh, that. No, yeah. um, and
1: Google and Google, <laughs> I think, can tell um, too Well, it can tell very very early when you're pregnant.
2: Yeah, before you can. Yeah. well uh, kind of
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they know what the kind of searches you're doing the kind of things that you're doing visiting yeah. that yeah. It, it signals to oh. them that you've already consciously our awareness is
0: usually mm. uh, uh, rationalizing our behavior mm. after the decision we call mm. post-decision rationalization so you're displaying changing behavior before mm. you are aware that mm. something is changing mm. so and they are measuring your behavior and not what you what you're consciously thinking so that they mm. see changes in the behavior before you're aware of it mm. Mm.
1: and they're also seeing at, um, live with at the macro yeah. level. They're, they're not just seeing you know, yeah. the, m- the moment you are in the shop. Yeah. 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 They're actually seeing everything. Well, yeah. I mean, Google's guess, they're pretty much seeing absolutely everything you're doing. Um, there are some like, um, remarks,
0: though, on the test because one of the tests that really got uh, media attention was a test where they were screwing around with your emotions.
1: It was good news, mm-hmm. bad news. They yeah, were so they have
0: this patron algorithm where they filter out people that are not so relevant for you and mm-hmm. so because if you would see every post in your uh, 150 friends uh, you would go crazy so they filter in it and what they did is they filtered out the negative emotionally negative charts uh, posts and then they looked are you gonna are you posting more happily as well and they found no difference it was very, very small difference, right? But it was significant because the numbers are huge. Mm, But mm. as a a, a commercial guy, I look at how big is the effect and the effect was less than 1%, I thought. And what's also happening, and that's where I think they made the wrong conclusion and they need more psychologists on the team, is that they said, we made people more happy by Mm. filtering out the negative posts. No, 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 you just saw behavior, right? You saw people Mm. posting more happy posts. But I, I call Facebook façade book Mm -hmm. because it's one big façade I I think that people actually got less happy Mm -hmm. since they see all these happy friends with all their happy Mm -hmm. messages but they are at home having an argument with their mm-hmm. wife and they're not happy and, then, and, and happiness is very relative. Mm-hmm. Uh, our, the, our whole, whole subconsciousness mm-hmm. is all relative. So that's I think they actually... We you got, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you've got the group psychology. People, yeah, other research mm-hmm. has shown that it makes you less happy mm-hmm. although you're going to post more happy but it's just to keep... Because you feel forced on. to because yeah. all your friends Everyone. are posting
1: happy stuff mm-hmm. so you can't be the one that posts this, the the bad, right. sad stuff because yeah. then you'd stick out like a sore thumb and we don't like that. Yeah. And we don't but that's about the react. details of the no. test.
0: Like, so we need yeah. so much more science involved in the A, mm. a- B testing, the digital data mm. digging world, mm. and vice versa. We need in our CRO world, we need more yeah. scientists. I think
1: that's that's such that's really a crucial point. There's not just that Facebook and those kind of data giants need to communicate more about what they're doing. Mm. It's also that they they need to have more responsible people on board to um, to to help deal with yeah. with the things they And created. Draw the right conclusions. exactly.
0: Yeah, we are drawing exactly. conclusion way too fast, but it's mm-hmm. also at this con- conference. Like part of the story is there are no experiments in at all, mm-hmm. so that's just blah 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 consciousness feel good stories. Mm-hmm. I I don't dig that, and some of them have like Michael Hager has some really cool tests in it. Mm-hmm. But you know before you can say this hypothesis is right, you need to do a lot of experiments. Don't do one A B test and tell okay this hypothesis is working. Mm-hmm. That's not how it works. you're changing so much. So we really have to yeah. get more testing and experimenting on a scientific level right. in order to grow companies. Because that was a tweet
2: mm. I sent out, actually, because what I'm hearing is that there are so many variations on how an A-B test can work based on the context that you're working in. I think that was something we actually talked about as well that we realized from from last year was that one of you, probably Ton was saying that, an A-B test can be different but depending on what time of day. I think it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. It. Yeah. So that means yeah. you can't just do an A-B test and trust yeah. the results. You need to do it yeah. in, in much more controlled environments. Yeah. And that's what you're saying. And the problem is actually
0: mm. even bigger than that mm. because I think 70% of the tests out there are just mm. statistical ghosts. It's not true. Mm. Mm. You know, tools like Optimizely, we love Optimizely. They're based mm. in Amsterdam, so we have to know yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we love working with the tool, mm. but it sends out an email as soon as you got a winner. That's ah. th- a deadly sin. They should mm. be hanged for that. Yeah. It's not a lot. If you would run an AA test, or let's say a thousand AA tests, so mm. you make a variation, but you don't change anything. Mm. And then you use this uh, optimizely tool or VWO does the same thing. Yeah. Then one third of the tests, so almost 700 tests, will come up with a winner. Mm. Where we know there's no winner <laughs> because they're both the same. <laughs> and that's why so many tests yeah. are just pure lies. It's, yeah. it's not true. No. But... You know, give us the data, and we'll. We need a better, solid approach because mm. this is going to backfire as well. Since we're telling all the board levels, you know, all these tests are so winning, so much improvement, so much conversion rate, mm. and they just look at their uh, back-end mm. figures and they don't course, see yeah. it you know, rising.
1: Yeah, one of one of the challenges I I, I have is because uh, some of the clients I work with, they're they're much much smaller than mm. the big international ones. I mean, they yeah. uh, they come to me and they've got maybe problems where they're not converting at all. Right. Ah, so, so so basically yeah, yeah. so what you what yeah, you're doing yeah. there is you can't A V test anything no. because you, what, you'd have to run the test for like fifty thousand years before yeah, <laughs> anything's yeah, gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, 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 so, so then you've got to come in yeah. with the with the, the guesses with and very the
0: small numbers. I mean that's that's a whole different ballgame. It's yeah. it's focusing on the users themselves, especially the one who dish your product? They used mm. it, but they they let let it go. Uh, go them, talk to them. What was happening? Mm. Yeah, that's that's all the data you yeah. you're going to get. we have also
1: got to go with the, the 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 more hunches. The 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 guesswork has to come in because you've got to look at the usability yeah. and and more of the UX. Mm-hmm. And so. I think that was um, a good example from Mikkel as well this morning when he showed. Um, he, he had the page which it was the next button and more info was getting the, the clicks yeah. because they weren't delivering the basics of yeah. giving more info. More, yeah, yeah. So they can't possibly tweak it mm. if you don't have it there in the first place. Yeah, well, that's a big learning, right? Mm. They need more info. Yeah. Yeah.
2: What I'm hearing is though that a lot of, pe- lot of people who work with A/B tests seem to be doing their job wrong.
0: Yeah. Which is the case in a lot of web-related uh, and, yeah. professions. Yeah. And the biggest problem is that mm. I can't tell you which tests were wrong. So mm. I, I can only tell you like 70% of your tests are not true. Mm. But I can tell you which 70%. So you'll have to do it all over again. Yeah. Because you're not getting your statistics, right? We we mm-hmm. use a R as a, our statistics tool. We have it on abtestguide.com mm. uh, for free. So everyone can use it. Mm-hmm. Feel free to use it. People listening. And that tells you about not only the significance Mm. of the test, but also the power. That's another issue. We're going to dive into that. But people learn statistics before you're going to interpret test results. Wow. Please. Mm. And then when we all do that, then Mm. we're going to learn so much more about our brain and Mm. the two types of processes in there. (laughs)
2: Oh, my mind's spinning. Mine is. Yeah. I just think
0: so of the challenge challenges. Of, I'm yeah.
2: actually exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's which, what which I'm brand. thinking is I have to listen to this again and see what level of, of
1: consciousness right.
0: I can actually reach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's listening? Well, our to consciousness yeah. Is, yeah. Is, it cannot do a lot of things. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, listen to it again.
1: <laughs> uh, no, no. I oh, yeah, just always get a little bit stressed about the whole way you, you have to communicate things almost mm. to the business, to the clients, to the businesses. Because you know, you have people who are on the non website, who are the business owners, business responsibles, people who are yeah. products yeah. on that side who, who are coming and, and laying demands on you, yeah. and you know we're even a f- step further away from some of the the, the details yeah. that we're talking about uh, and, and fighting with. Who? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> good luck <laughs> exactly good Just luck out there mind. I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry
2: for that <laughs> thanks so much for joining us Bart yeah it was thanks a, part. It was talk a to a you pleasure. later again yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's always, always a
0: pleasure meeting thanks. you guys <laughs>
2: <laughs> mind blown again uh, I
1: don't know what to do uh, yeah I,
2: I hate that because I do understand what he's saying I do understand uh, the premises and, and, and the logic mm. behind understanding the subconscious. subconscious but it's, it takes a lot of hard work to actually filter that out, filter out the logic and understand, okay, so what's what's really happening mm. Mm. when people are interacting mm. with our website? Mm. What's going on behind the scenes, behind the eyes, in our reptile brains? What's happening there? And I, I, I especially love, of course, what when he's saying... Touching the website, which yeah. really puts you in that frame of mind. Oh yeah, yeah. we're actually having an interaction with something here that mm. could actually feel
1: like a relationship. It you you trying to do, make it into something more tangible. Mm. Like, you're using the same effects as when it's a real object. Yeah. But I, I, something I'm, I'm battling with now, straight after oh, what we've talked to him, is yeah, you know, we've got we've got user experience. Mm. You know the the thing about giving users what they really want mm. and all the research behind it and, and delivering on that promise. Um, and then we have. Usability, mm. the things that trip you up, the, the 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 blockers, the things that kind of stop oh, – it doesn't quite work as well because it's a clear usability issue, right. which are documented, researched, and so mm. on. Then we've got removing friction or adding friction, the persuasion exactly. side of things. What do you do in order to, 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 well, nudge a person into completing the goal that you mm. want? And now, I'm, now I've suddenly got this three-way battle going on. It's like something which I might see as a as a usability problem, or um, necessary to lift the user experience, mm. might actually trash <laughs> your conversion because right. it removes too much friction. Mm. And that mm. your reptile mm. brain happens to be the one that's turned on, or your 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 old brain happens to be turned on at that point, and the one that's driving the car. And that's what we need to deal with. Mm-hmm.
2: It also makes me think a lot about usability testing mm-hmm. because I'm thinking that during a usability test, people's conscious brains are going to be a lot more used than, when they, than they usually are when they're in their everyday life. Mm-hmm. Because they're in a setting, in a usability lab, or yeah. being observed.
1: And of course, they're going to focus worse, more. They're being told to think aloud while doing their exactly. task. Which, of course, they never do. No, And will completely destroy things because right. their subconscious brain will just go, Oh my God, you're kidding me. And just go to ah. sleep. And then they're going to run off. The, uh, so yet an another brain. argument against traditional usability testing. Well, oh, no, not against. It's, it's, um, it's a flag that you have to wave a little bit and point out. It's, it's a star next to it and say, okay, mm. remember... You need to know what you're doing. Yeah, like same, Bart was saying about well, A/B Facebook, testing, and also yeah, Facebook. Yeah. I mean, it's we, we, you've got to you've got to explain. I mean, it's the same with everything. It's communicating mm. what you're actually talking about. Whether we're looking at mm. analytics mm. figures, um, you know, what's a user, what's a visit, mm. or you know, what's this usability test? Mm. What does eye tracking mean? We talked about it earlier today with mm. um, I think it was um, Eric. Mm. Uh, no, sorry, um, I talked earlier at Conversion Jam. Mm. with Eric, we'll Mo- dig um, Mo- mm. about um, eye tracking isn't where your subconscious is looking; it's where your conscious is looking. Mm. But that's fine. You can test that. But you just have to explain that what I've done here is tested where mm. we, you know, the, the conscious mm. brain has decided to look. Exactly. It's a good tool. Same with some of the usability testing. Good tool as long as you understand what you've got. Right.
2: Exactly. And so Bart's example there of optimizably actually emailing out, we have a winner, mm. is bad form because it's, that doesn't tell you anything about what's going on behind the scenes. What are, why are people… Yeah. Clicking on that. Yeah. In it, that in this particular time frame yeah. uh in this particular
1: time of day. Mm. A one over mm. over A. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh. Mm. oh. fascinating and complex and um the work's just beginning. Right. And so yeah. Need to check out some of those tools as well. Uh and we'll post those in the show notes, I guess. So Absolutely, which you will find on the UX podcast, um, dot com. Um, and well, yeah, you can find us anywhere pretty much as UX podcast. Um, if you've enjoyed this show and enjoyed other show, other UX podcasts you've listened to um, in your history of being a listener, <laughs> give us a good review somewhere. Oh, actually, just give us a big hug next time you see us. That works as well. That works as well. Works yeah, for me. It does. You know, touching. Touching. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have, okay. No, don't tell your listeners to oh. touch you, Perry. Remember to keep touching. (laughs) Touch you on the (laughs) other side.